pile of incoming audio recordings. The station sorting robot trundles through the corridors, beeping its way from gantry to gantry and up the goods lift towards the studio. With a weary beep and a possible warble, it dumps a lot on the studio desks and starts inserting them one by one into the broadcast deck. With all the dongles inserted into the right holes, it gives a rather roboty thumbs up and trundles to one corner to power down. As it does, the red light over the door comes on and a voice can be heard from behind the pile of dongles. Our mics are live. Good evening everyone from Studio 5 over at Hutton Orbital for this week's live roundup of everything happening out there in the galaxy that you didn't know you didn't know and many of you didn't know you wanted to know. I'm joined in the studio by the usual crew. We've got Harry Balzac. My pleasure. This Balzac's itching to get started. We've got Lou Snockers. I can't believe you brought me out from LHS 340 for this. And we've got Norma. That's Madam Snockers. They certainly are. Plus, special reports from Matrix 5060, Cecil, Canon Interstellar, Buck Naked, Commander Wotherspoon and his sharp digest- digestion, and of course, the Green Room. But first tonight, it's the headlines. Far flung friends in Frolic Frenzy. Bum-dialing video leaves commanders exposed. Great Scott! Colonia wants engineer top spots. Muggy McMuckface messily mines multitude of metallic meteorites. Atrus is riding high this week. Just in case we hadn't had enough Thargoids for this week, Haxcom's at it too. Loose lips, direct chips. Norma's initiative steps up again. In true Hutton style, if you're going to pop to the shops, you choose the furthest one away and take something slow, like a Type 9. If you're organising a quick wing selfie, Colonia. A race? Beagle Point. With Hutton space relatively calm and an apparent mini-retreat by the Thargoids on the cards, uh, more about that later, Commanders Maddor, Matty, the short engineer, and this station's very own one-man rampage decided that a selfie stick was entirely too short, and that for real pictures, one should go walkabout. By walkabout, we mean have a race, far from the nearest location to buy more SRVs, restock, repair, or refuel. And by walkabout, we also mean leaving half the races behind on the basis they might catch up sooner or later. 
What started as a quick trip to visit a number of Thargoid-burned megaships quickly evolved into a jolly to Colonia, and then a number of dares were offered up and a race was planned. Commanders 2612, the Malice and Wraith Bobby B haven't quite recovered from their megaship trip and are staying closer to the bubble, but the others have had too many Centauri megagens. If anyone wants to race Team Hotbox, you've got a week to get to Beagle Point. Truckers, start your engines. Hutton's biggest unwanted expose in recent years was uncovered this week after an accidental body-to-videophone dial-button incident revealed a little more than was intended. Commander PsychoCal, whilst conducting secret meetings with personal persons unknown, managed to bum-dial his way into notoriety, revealing the entire conversation, or at least the audible part of it, whilst at the same time subjecting the Hutton TV channel to an unexpurgated view of his uh, gluteus maximus. For reasons unknown, and possibly for similar reasons that ladies on a night out have often been seen to use their bosom buttressing garments as a spare pocket, he'd used his undercrackers. Unfortunately for the viewers of this week's Zero-G Champions League football qualifiers, they went from seeing a load of balls to, well, let's just say, that the last time they saw anything like that, it was in a pickling jar in the Zeno History Museum and filed under mysterious appendage. Unfortunately, the station-wide communications message, complete with audio, was sent to the personal communications devices of the entire team, who, as a result of security protocols, were actively prevented from hanging up. Commander Wotherspoon was taken to Nurse Wyeth's office, screaming, My eyes! My eyes! It won't turn off! Dear God, my eyes! And Deadmeat had to have his phone removed from his possession after repeatedly logging back on and goggling in amazement. We've totally forgotten what secrets were being discussed in the conversation, and to be fair, we've all been for a total memory wipe of the incident just in case it causes nightmares. Digital Mind Bleach Inc. hasn't been this busy since Hoba wore that nappy at Lavecon. This is a reminder to all Hutton Commanders. If you're going to secrete your personal communications devices about your person, please, for the love of Alvin, turn the camera off. And now, a report on the incident from Hutton's Apology Officer. Hutton Orbital Incident Report. 1700 hours, 8th March 3305. Incident location, Hutton Orbital. Reporting Officer, Mia Harkness. Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Circulate to, His Fluffiness, Alvin DeFear, Progenitor Leo Wolf. Incident type, Security. Well, like many things in Hutton Orbital, it started with a smell, an intolerable smell. Worse inside with digested pickled mushrooms. A cursory inspection of Cubicle 3 showed that, for once, it was not the cause. Finally, Commander Psychocow owned up, and at the insistence of Alvin the Fear, the offending orifice was fitted with an AI-enhanced catalytic converter, or a core. To avoid injury and possible loss of sight to other radio presenters, it was decided to fit the implant. So Nurse Wyeth got to work with a welding torch and a pair of wire snippers. In order to perform to its best ability, the implant was connected to his enteric nervous system, and that's when things started to get weird. And I mean hot and weird. As the implant and gut brain started working together on methane management, people around Hutton began receiving comms calls and messages pleading for help. 
It would appear that the implant was trying to have itself removed and was using its Wi-Fi connectivity to enlist the assistance of commanders in the orbital area. With limited interaction protocols, the implant has attempted to impersonate authority figures which it thinks will have more influence on human recipients, such as Nigerian princes, generals and friends of important public figures. So if you receive a request for help from any of the above, please ignore them. That catalytic converter has a job to do, and we will all suffer if it's released. The cybernetic arse's latest ploy was to invite the whole Hutna Orbital Radio team to a conference call where it could air its grievances. Unfortunately, it decided to do this by video call, meaning those who accepted were too traumatised to listen to what the intelligence had to say for itself. With an uncanny sense of precognition, one witness said that it sounded a lot like politicians, venting guttural pronouncements but not making a lot of sense. When asked about the revolution going on in his lower intestine, Commander Psycho Cow replied, It always makes noises like that. I don't have the best diet. Latest reports said that the AIRS has begun campaigning for the Federation Presidency and is gaining support by the day. We can only apologise and wish you a happy Teacher Appreciation Day. Me Hartness, Apology Officer, Team Hotbox. Sorry again. King Hanky of Colonia has yet to comment on the latest initiative to bring the region out of the Dark Ages and into the 34th century by upgrading its engineers from hit with a hammer to fetch me the hydro spanners. Yes, with engineers in Colonia doing their best to keep up with consumer demand for faster engines, more jumpy jump range, a little bit more pew-pew in their lasers and of course shields that will resist high gravity surface impacts. A group calling themselves Lawrence Reapers, who understand that they're bored agricultural combine harvesters, have started an initiative called Operation Montgomery Scott. <clears throat> yes, the pilot in Colonia, we're looking at you King Hankey, is being encouraged to do as much work as he can in the engine room and give it, it all, all he's got with the hopes that with all the factors sucking through their teeth and suggesting that your ASP has a bad earth and that your UJs are short, they might actually gain some skills and provide access to the more potent ship upgrade recipes out there. Of course, they could always look them up on Galweb, but as the connection's a bit wonky out at Colonia, they might end up with a recipe for Thargoid Souffle instead. The galaxy has come together this week in horror of the continued exploits of Muggy McMugface Akatech Monkey as a pilot. It all began with a generous donation from his great uncle Antarius Fusion at Jameson Memorial and an overheard conversation about Paynite riches beyond his dreams. Muggy, having sedated his overactive pet mouse, kitted his ship out by carefully selling all the flight assist modules he insisted he was never removing. His mining ship was complete and the galaxy shook, mainly from the collisions. His exit from the station took nearly three minutes as every part of the station's structure was fully crash-tested, bending the structure into a pretzel-taped cantilever, raspberrying at the fines and exiting the station at an angle yoga instructors would be proud of, before using the toast rack as a handbrake before speeding away into the void of space. He then promptly crashed into Commander Galmidden's wing signal, his ship, the asteroid he was mining, 
and sent several collector limpids to a sudden and unexpected fiery death. After muttering pew pew shooty shooty rock rocks several times, in Scottish, an ancient and very dead earth language, spoken by the Ouija's of the northern part of one really small island, he noticed nothing was entering his ship. He had, very carefully, left in refinery on pad 25 at Jameson. Luckily, local commanders also mining in the area offered to refine his first load for him. After adding more metal than he mined from the asteroids, he eventually took his wireframe ship to sell his bulging hold, managing to hit most of the stars on the way. Having fitted a refinery, pirates had got wind of Muggy's return to the mine, and he laughed, dragging them with him into the mine. He laughed heartily as Galmud was exploded into dust, sending 260 units of Painite to the depths of space, never to be seen again. This made Commander Galmud very unhappy, which he appeared to enjoy. Muggy still had to dock, however, and the harrowed docking crew of U Enterprise have now been given post-traumatic counselling, as Muggy smashed into the pad, leaving it looking like the scrap pile at Hudden Orbital. We say again, for your own safety, if you come across Commander Muggy McMugface flying around, stay well clear. Good evening, truckers! Atrus5060 reporting in once more with the latest intel from Canon Research on the Sargoids. Things have been looking rather bleak over the last few weeks, with an increasing number of systems undergoing incursions by the deadly bugs. But this past week, the AXI and its allies have turned the tide of this war. Using overwhelming firepower, the anti-Xeno pilots have cleared the 14 remaining incursions and even drove off the Thargoid attack in Tillin. Congratulations to all HAC's members who participated in this monumental task and for defending the glory of the Mug against the invaders. Although the other systems reported last week as targets by the Eagle Eye Network are under incursion, AXI and Canon are confident they can drive the Thargoids out rather quickly. This opens up a lot of opportunities for Operation IDA... Is it Ida? I never can get that right. Operation Thingy and Hotfix to get more stations back online. This week, Eagle Eye is reporting that the Thargoids will be targeting stations in Ngobay, New Kuang, Judumlia, Erlongs, LDS 883 and Obam 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 swing to help drive back the enemy. Keep an eye out for orders from Hacks Command and good luck out there truckers for the mug.
Oh, hang on. Looks like we've got an incoming message. One second. Hello, can you hear me? This is travel agent Carter Blake of the Progressive Party of Exegus. This is an emergency. The Thargoids have attacked Slackage's hangout. All the station commands have been injured, and now I'm in charge of Zeno Defense. The station's on fire, there are explosions all around, and I can't get a fucking drink. Won't somebody get me a drink? I'm just a travel agent. I don't know anything about fighting, but by God, I know all about arranging holidays. So we're shipping everybody out. All 150,000 people in the system. I need you to bring every ship you have to pull people out of here. I don't give a f whether you're the top 1% of luxury liners. I just want you to get us out of here. Don't come empty-handed. We need food, evacuation shelters, medicine, and a f drink. Did I mention how f hot it is in here? My f eyeballs are sweating. The docks are even hotter, and there's crap flying everywhere. Please be careful not to bump into the escape pods. And don't sit outside the station waiting for the auto dock because it's broken. You'll just look like a f <laughs> idiot while we all burst into flames in this hellhole. That's it. I'm going to find myself a drink and I'm out of here. It appears that most of the commanders in Colonia have taken the week off, it was as we've experienced drops in all three systems. This isn't as disastrous as it sounds, as we were a little high in the old Procore and the other player faction in tier get a little bit sniffy if we raise too high, because they were there first. We're not close enough to other factions to get involved in a conflict, so normal trucking, missions, passenger missions, trade, are good in all three systems. Bounty hunting is available in Eel Proco Centauri and Doriso and is best cashed in in tier. Doriso's in outbreak, so there's good money to be made there. For exploration data, contact King Hankey. In the bubble, it looks like there's been a lot of competition between commanders wanting to get the job done. In the hag hole, with over 85% of this week's missions taking place there. Leading the way were Commanders MGF, Duckface, Marco2612, Rincewind Cymru and Sox, but there were plenty of others getting stuck in there and thrusting up our influence. Having won the election in record time and getting nothing more to show for it than a pimple on our moon, we've swiftly risen to within 12% of the controlling faction and could be grabbing them by the Messerschmitts as early as the weekend if we can keep it up. In other systems, Van Marnen, Star, Wise, both LPEs and Luton are all standing a little too proud, so if you could slap those down a bit that would be useful. Everywhere else is looking just handy, with the exception of Stein, which could do with a little tickle. For the mug truckers, then, let's go back to Hatscom for an update before we nip over to Norma. Incoming message from Hatscom. It was another great week for humanity. AX forces around the bubble cleared all 14 active incursions, 
and Haxwing participated in the one infestation that was cleared in Telen. That means in the last week, humanity has freed 24 systems from Tharg's minions. But it's not all good news. There were five other infestations that weren't cleared, and those systems are now under the thumb of Tharg. HIP-16607 is one of them, and home to Red Dice Systems who have specifically requested our help. If you aren't working Operation Hot Vacation in Exegus, or when you're done, let's keep the fight going and help another faction win back their home. This is an incursion, so look for the AX Combat Zones. Those will have waves of scouts, followed by interceptors. The interceptors will try to kill your power when they arrive, so be ready with a neutralizer. When you hear your computer warn you an energy surge is detected, count to three, then fire it off. If you hit your neutralizer too soon, it will stop protecting you before the surge hits, and you will still lose power. Be sure to have tough shields, tougher hulls, and reinforced modules when operating in AXCZs. Guardian Gauss Cannons are the current weapon of choice for interceptors, and AX Multi-Cannons remain a great stick to beat scouts with. Decontamination limpets also help when Tharg hits you with the corrosive goo. These combat zones are best tackled in wings, so find some like-minded truckers and wing up for some PWP. Okay, let's mount up, fight hard, and defend the mug. And AXCOM Transmission. Defend the mug. In the interstellar initiatives, the system which received the most votes for bridging the gap was the Senyf EN-H D11-96. Today, Zendi partners rolled out their new megaships ferry as well as new outposts in the various systems as part of their ongoing campaign to acquire Guardian relics and technology. More details to follow later. Hello, everybody. Uh, no, we're going to do talking in a minute. So, yes, uh, we're going to go for our first tune, which is um, uh, is Take It Back by the Temperance Movement. Um, and then when we've done that... Uh, now, who's collecting uh, guesses this week? Is it... Is it um, Commander is it Palantir Balls? steps up. Commander Palantir. Back. Commander Palantir yep. on the chitty chatty thing and mm-hmm. the other chitty chatty thing and then the Discord thing and the stuff. Yep. And I'm going to push the music and I'm going to run away. Bye. Attention, attention. Lave Station in Fort Myrtle. We interrupt your broadcast to bring you essential system information regarding the planet Lave. One of the oldest colonies of the sector, Colonial Deep Space Cruisers Herschel and Oberon reached the system designated L-453 in 2412. The star system was at that time, unique, a single super-Earth-type planet in orbit within the exact habitable zone of a single orange dwarf star. No other planets or sizable bodies existed in the system. The planet's rotation took just over 20 standard hours, and the gravity was close enough to 1G for the difference to be unnoticed. Lave is a trading center for this region of unusual systems. Through some unexplained quirk of nature, all these systems have just one inhabited world orbiting a single star. Lave was most famous for its vast rainforests and the larvian tree grub. Much of the rainforest has now been cut down and the famous tree grub is now extinct. Lave Station is the galaxy's oldest serving Coriolis. 
It was commissioned in 2752. Well, I'm here. Don't oh, no, we you. Back. And we're back, we're back, we're back. There we go. <clears throat> I, hadn't, I hadn't put us live. That finished rather ab- abruptly. So, yes, take it back. I take it all back. All of that news, I take it back. Am I buzzing again now, or are we good? You sound good to me. Oh, that's that's fantastic. Oh, I'm back. I, I had a I had a week off last week. Did you not behave? No. No. Okay, did you misbehave? It depends on your definition. Okay, did you have fun? Oh, yes. Of course. Oh, that's good, that's good. Oh, I haven't listened to the podcast yet because I've been a little bit busy <coughs> up on my deathbed. Oh, I've been dying. No, I haven't. Um, now, very kindly in the um, in the stream chats, people pointed out that I seem to have had a, a forehead to scenery incident at some point in the recent past. Yes, that's true. Um, now, it was nothing to do with the A&E trip last week and it was nothing to do with everything else and the scans and the probing and everything else. Um, it was when I went to vote. During the show last week, I decided to go and vote and unfortunately, Unfortunately, the left knee that was taken to A&E decided to collapse on me and I headbutted the polling booth, which is there and it hurts. And um, I did look a right Wally and um, it smarted a bit, but it did say make your mark. So I did rather forcefully. If you had been voting for Lord Buckethead, you probably would have been safer. Well, I don't know. See, in previous elections, um, we've had the wonderful um, beer backy and crumpet party locally. Which, you know, in the absence of anybody sensible to vote for, that one felt really good. But they weren't there this time. So it was the lesser of four evils, I think, which was uh, write a poem on my polling card. And um, yes, it it was polite. There were no rude words in it. Or there may have been some cow noises and chicken noises and things like LCU. Because, of course, we are before the water. Are we still before the watershed? I think we are. There we go. Past the blasted... Yeah, we're past the in the UK certainly it is now past the watershed, so I'm allowed to be naughty, unless Flossie says otherwise. Hello, Flossie. Wait, are we allowed to be naughty now? Ooh, yes, I think so. Are you sure? Have you put that thing down this week or not? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> I think. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it gaffer taped under your chair? Well, um, maybe not quite gaffer tape, but yeah, it's under my chair. Well, I'll tell you what. There's you, something gaffer taped under it, but it's well, not. Do you want, do you want to, whatever's gaffer taped under your chair? Test it on dead meat, please. Okay. Ow! Guess it wasn't Gaffer <laughs> I don't think Alvin's very happy, you know. <laughs> but the thing is, when you go that, and the, the, see, when Alvin gets upset like that, there's only one way to respond to that, and that's this way. Hot in Orbital Radio, we really are very, very sorry. So it's now <coughs> now after nine o'clock. Now, if enough people say they want to hear LCU's bit again, I've I've actually got somewhere stored here the non-edited version of it if you know what i mean fewer chickens yeah the one with fewer chickens fewer cows and fewer uh, piggy noises over it as well so if everybody on the um yes everybody on the chat i can i can just about see over here on the other screen i can just about see the twitch chat and over there i can see the discord chat if they want the sweary version then i'll play it at the end of the show if you really really like or wotherspoon says he wants more swearing there we go that's one vote and you can't vote four times um, Draxor doesn't get a vote. No, and we've got um, Eddie Lee Wise from Lave Radio likes the chickens. Yeah, well, yes. So we've heard, sir. I don't know where he keeps them, but um, it's like a barnyard at his place. 
Anyway, right, so we have a full studio this evening. We've, well, no, we haven't. We've got a, well, a few people missing, but a few a few extra people. We've obviously got the, the ever-present Harry Bullsack, also known as Palantir, who's collating our guesses. Good evening, Palantir. Good evening, sir. You've been partying today, haven't you? Yes, I've been down to the south coast. I've been to Chichester, to the theatre. Oh, lovely. Sing a jolly play about somebody dying of cancer. It's lovely. It's fun. Oh, that's a little bit... Laugh a minute. Oh, right. A black comedy or just... just... No, it's a, it's a story of uh, C.S. Lewis, the bloke who wrote Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. Oh, yeah. And yeah. We're, 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 his American yeah. wife and she died. And it's very sad, but it's a great load of jokes in it as well. And then two and a half hours driving back in the rain. Lovely. Right, OK. Were there any lions, witches or wardrobes? No, strangely enough. I, I was disappointed, but no, we had, we had enough of those in the, the piece of... Uh, Music just now, didn't we? Oh. Or rather, yeah, <laughs> barnyard animals. Anyway, <laughs> well, yes. Well, I mean, you know, it was it was it was the um, CBBS edition, as read by Hutt. Um, okay, and then also joining us, we have Dead Meat GF, who's been all the way over from LHS three hundred and forty just to join us. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, not bad, not bad. Just about recovered from um, last week. Thank you very much for coming out for a a bite to eat and a, a glass of something. Ah, oh, it's always good to be there. Well, yeah, it, it was it was uh, enjoyable and um, full of meat and gin and a little bit of rum. Yes, that was a very nice little gym place you introduced us to. Well, yeah, see, Commander Aiden knows that place, and it, it, you'd never know it was there, would you? There's no sign. In fact, when you no. walk in, there's not even any staff. You walk in, there's an empty room and a tiny little staircase. But the room's beautifully decorated. Yeah. It's got a bar, but that's not the bar. You have to head down the stairs to the real bar. Yes, and and the approach to the bar looks like you're going into the the back door of a different bar where they keep all the rubbish. <laughs> yes, you have to sort of climb over rubbish bags, but it is quite spectacular down there. And so anybody else in London next time who wants to come and join a few Hutton truckers, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's not the kind of place you could stay all evening, is it, to be fair? No. Not unless you'd won the lottery. Possibly twice. But yes. But no, I mean, it's worth it for an end of the evening nightcap special. Definitely, yes. yes well, extremely good place. It, it really, really was, and um, you know, it, it could have been so uh, sort of naff. Need a need a big beard and some braces and a hipster thing going on, but it it managed to do artisan gin without being all hipster, which was quite good. Yes, they did. Yeah, but was, we have it more was civilized, but not poncy. We have more on that in a minute. Actually, Cecil's been. This is the problem. We then have Commander Flossie. Hello, Flossie. Hello. And how is your initiative feeling this week? Well, it's uh, slowly. Uh developing that's okay were you going to do a proper flossy bit in a bit yeah we had a complaint flossy oh no because people wanted us to bring back flossy answers difficult questions from the audience oh right <laughs> and i said well there was only a stopgap while we were waiting for your initiative to recover you know you put lots of <laughs> lots of pips to sis and then your initiative came back yeah but uh, well may maybe for a special guest one one week you know we might yeah. have to bring it back. And then, of course, in the guest chair, the really comfy armchair over in the corner over there, um, we've got Spider-Man. No, it's it's um, Commander Shock and Awe. Hello. Also known as John from Spider-Man. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. How are we all? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Um, we're, we're getting there. We haven't fluffed up too badly yet this week. Well, it's lovely not to be involved at once, because then if it does all go horribly wrong, I don't get the blame. Now, I've got a bone to pick with you, sir. Oh dear! There was a picture released, wasn't there? A picture released. Yeah, of you over at um, 
over at ECM. You were the only Very bored true. man in the building. Billy ah. No Mates on the stage there on his oh, own. Yes, yes. But that was at the Who Who is Excited at Brexit um, chat. And, and obviously that was just me on my own. Okay. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but uh, now you now should we, should we? Yeah, we'll have a proper chat with you now. Should we, guys? Should we have a proper chat with Spider Mind now? Yes. Spider Mind, also known Hello. as Shook and Or, also known as John. What on earth have you been up to? Um, well, uh, we have been busily um, uh, plotting and planning our new campaign that's going to be coming out in the summer. Which it's not a game; it's an accessory for uh, games um so that's kind of like a kickstart campaign that we're going to be launching a bit later but because it m- involves manufacturing it's a completely new ball game for us so um having to learn new stuff which is awesome um we are also in the process of um sending all of our little scribbles that is uh the battle cards off to our designer and every so often we get pinged back over Ooh, for the mug. Um, we get pinged back over um, some lovely um, pictures and some amazing um, bits and pieces for the um, for the lovely battle cards. So we've been putting all that together, and we've also been um, just promoting uh, Legendary Kingdoms, which is our new kind of fighting fantasy style adventure book. Okay, so okay, okay. Of- now I'm I'm getting all sort of t- twisted around here because right. So we'll start with number one. Number one is the edrpg that's where it all began yes yes that's yes. still going on yes yes we are uh, uh we we've recently held a little poll to see what uh, is the next update that people want from uh edrpg and um we asked them if they wanted a ship uh, a sexy ship guide sort of book with loads of um, amazing ship porn all over it or did they want um a, a new adventure book written for the um for the system and most people helpfully voted that they wanted both um, okay. so so in, instead we've decided to do both but we're gonna do a little um standalone adventure that we're hopefully publishing a little later on in the year okay sounds fun so then number two that's battle cards. That's battle cards. And see, this is the one that I, I'm, I'm sort of quite excited about EDRPG because I've got one of them. But then I'm really excited about the battle cards. And then I went, oh, I went a bit frustrated. And then I went a bit more excited again. Then I went a bit more frustrated. And then I got all excited recently. And then it all went off. Well, the battle cards uh, is in construction. They are being made. Um, now, we'd already made a little starter set, which some of the lovely listeners have already experienced at ECM LaveCon last year. Um, and up a volcano. And, and up a volcano and also to the UK Games Expo. Um, but what we have to do now is we have to produce all 225 cards and the uh, um, all the mission cards and all the other bits and pieces, as well as a lovely 16-page glossy shiny instruction manual, the box and blah, blah, blah. So we're in the process of producing all of that and kind of you guys have sort of been involved in some of that well we, we hope so we hope so um yes because i you, so you i did a, you, i put a message up I, well we were going to mention it but then it's sort of i think you were trying to join us on one of the shows then you couldn't then you know yes well life got in the way uh mm-hmm. which is a pain um but no um it basically um if i'm allowed to um unashamedly tart go on, myself go out, on um, go on tart yourself you. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, it, we are looking um, for ship shots. We're looking for... Now, hang uh, on a second. Just be very, very enunciate clearly on this one. 
Well, I could just go ship porn because people know what that is. I well, need... We're after nine o'clock, hang on a second. Yeah. Um, they're just checking whether that passes muster, that one. You, could you t- tell us again what you're looking for? Um, ship porn. It's not just... It's okay. Thank you, Not Flossie. just ships. Thank you, Flossie. Not just ships, but M&S ships. We are looking <laughs> for people who quite fancy the idea of their um, huge vessel appearing on the front of one of our cards right um if they wish uh, that and they think that they're quite good at taking um a, a lovely a glossy selfie then um we are looking for um people to appear on our cards now we ran a competition a while back with frontier and some lovely people won that competition so not only are they getting their ships to appear on the cards but they're also winning loads of goodies free free games all that kind of stuff but now that we're under a little bit of pressure to get this whole thing designed and done by the end of may um we are now i I mean i'm busily out there flying taking pictures of my own ships and then i kind of came up with this idea that actually why don't we ask people who do this all the time and who are really rather good at it that if they want any of their ships to appear on a battle card then they just need to send us um a link to a dropbox folder or a google uh folder or whatever uh, or just email me their shots and a bit of a a picture yes Yes, a lovely selfie. Um, right. I, I, I could list the ships I'm looking for, but I'm pretty looking, pretty much looking for um, just some some lovely bedecked everything from the Sidewinder up, um, because we've got lots of different variations of ships appearing in the battle cards. And so, if anybody does want to get involved, then uh, yeah, I would, I would I mean, you, love. You, you did. I mean, th- there was one of the ones where oh, I'll, I'll um, send you a list. I thought maybe you shouldn't, shouldn't read the list out because of course it's um yeah there are spoilers in there but i, I suppose if i if yes. i read if I read, you know, you see, if I read column three four here that wouldn't give it away would it no it wouldn't so you need shots of anacondas cutters federal assault ships cobra mark threes in various guises careers cutters diamondback scouts eagle mark twos in various guises doing various jobs you need f-63 condors don't forget the fighters yes f-63 condors federal assault ships more federal assault ships combatty ones and mining ones and all sorts of further lances of course they've got to be bounty hunting and pew pewing those things um <clears throat> imperial cutters more fight well, we can, add in, we can add in the pew pew we can add in the pew pew you see we can turn a completely um still shot into a racing through space pew pewing everything type of shot with our amazing wizardry we just need the ship at the first place okay yeah well there's there's gunships there's vipers there's taipans i love the taipans there's more cobras belugas don't forget the belugas keelbacks i'm not sure anybody still flies keelbacks but but they're, they're definitely in there <laughs> find something useful they to are. do with the keelback type 10 defenders everybody should fly then also says says but there's lots of type 10s you need going through here adders there's a new ship kit are we allowed to use ship kits in the, uh, the more, yeah, the more the merrier, because some of the names of these ships are just. I mean, there's the, the Cobra GTI. If that doesn't have a fin, then the, the it's, Cobra, the Cobra GTI, the Cobra GTI. Okay, a Cobra GTI. It, uh, I mean, yes, the Cobra S. No, the Cobra no. Cobra <laughs> SD, the diesel edition. <laughs> Deluxe. <laughs> yes, the, was the Cobra gear with the huh in the gear. Yeah, uh, and the fluffy dice bobblehead. Oh, we need to see. If only I had fluffy dice on the on above me, just here. Um, so what else have we got? We got dolphins. You've spelt it wrong in that document, by the way. Um, what else? We uh, orcas, uh, type nine heavies, type pants. 
challengers or oh, there's a, I didn't say there's a challenger there's another challenger yeah so basically selfies of ships but now oh yeah you don't want them really small and very far away do you you want them sort of front and center you know that that sort of action shot that when you're at motorsport events you know you don't want a side-on shot you you want that action three-quarter shot kind of image don't you Yes, although there have been a couple of fantastic shots of the um, beautiful and shapely rear of some ships that have featured. But for the majority, you're right, they need to be three I would say the crate, the, the, the rear shots of the crate with mm. the, those engine mm -hmm. blasts coming yep. out the back. That, yep. That's, yep. that's yep. quite a good one. But, but most of them three quarters um, on doing something behind uh, in front of some beautiful piece of scenery is lovely. Just enough bleed for us to... Um, cut out bits and shape it in the right order. The problem with a lot of people is that they take shots of their ship and a very, very small frame around it. And most of those, whilst they are incredibly beautiful, are absolutely useless for us because we need quite a, a bit of space around So you, you'd side. say the ship needs to occupy maybe the middle half of a screenshot? Yes. Um, if, you, if you divided it into sort of yeah. in, into quarters, then the, the, the middle four need to contain your middle, you know middle, four by four middle, you know, the, the, yeah, the, the, you know what i mean i know you, what i do i do i do and um, i mean there 16 are some, squares there are the middle four would be the ship there you go yes although if that is a little bit bigger it's it doesn't cause the world to fall apart um but not much uh is, is basically the, the the request so the more bleed we've got and and of course if if people now are taking it in 4k then that's fabulous because we can zoom into beyond what we need for the cards to to make it look amazing and what about sort of other ships being in shot? I mean, if we're doing a combat one, is it okay to have my, I don't know, federal death machine? I don't own one, but a federal death machine sort of issuing death to things exploding in the background is, is that the kind of thing you're... yeah I've, well we've we've also got mission cards and action cards and so if people have got a fantastic shot of a bunch of ships in a scrap or there were some lovely posed shots within the dw2 um expedition where we had one that i'm going to be using from a commander who sent me some shots recently where it's basically a bunch of truckers so it's every size truck available right um type seven nine um there's even a python there and but we of course have got our, our stobart um python so you know there's there's just a whole bunch of sexy truckers and that that now will be one of the delivery missions will involve all those ships so we're, we're also looking for some exciting shots but most of it ship porn is what i'm really looking for okay so they email that to remind me of the email address again it is info at edrpg.co.uk. I'm going to take a good wager that there is one of our commanders who regularly ends up actually doing the the group cover shot on the uh, the Facebook page as well. Um, and that, that commander is very likely to get one submitted because some of the shots we get are um, quite, quite spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking for um, spectacular shots. And the, the fact of the matter is I could spend the next three weeks trying to take them. But I just thought, what's the point when there are <laughs> quite literally hundreds, if not thousands of fantastic shots taken every week out there already? So you, you, you want to get immortalized in, in, in the game as well. And oh, I don't know, I, I like the shots you've got already, but obviously there are more cards coming because the demo copy didn't have everything in it, did it? 
no uh, by no means was that a complete set we've got three new decks coming out um escalation deck is uh, basically some of the bigger ships um that are coming out that's going to be quite exciting we've got a um basically a, a, a trucker's deck um that's going to have everything that moves stuff around um uh, can we can we sort of nobble the people submitting deck. things and make sure there's a Hutton decal in the odd one or two of them oh, decal yeah, I, mean, I should or, say yeah 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 i've already had i've already had some um sneaky um uh, decals slipped in also some lovely ship names uh sometimes you have to edit the ship names out but sometimes you just want to leave them in because they're awesome yeah of course rude words on the side of your ship you know probably aren't going to pass muster but then again you, yeah, you can airbrush can, you can, can airbrush, can, can airbrush out, them yeah. out it's no problem yeah 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 anyway well okay so that's project two now you can you can pre-order now you can you get a discount because it's going on retail at 60 quid um so pre-order at 50 and um you yeah so basically uh, to all intents and purposes if you pre-order now your postage is free Okay, um, but then there's also the bigger pack, which contains four of them and one of the battle mats as well, the rolly, the rolly battle mats. Yes, because even though one box is perfectly fine, if you the rules of the game are you can play with up to four of the same ship. So if you are feeling uh, flush and you want to play the deck to its fullest potential, then buy four boxes and you get a free flappy map out at the same time now we've got commander Wotherspoons here saying only fit yes it is only 50 pounds have you seen actually i i know he's being i know he's being funny there because commander Wotherspoons played this game against me and it is definitely worth every penny of yes especially if there's more in it as well and the and the flappy board because you, you get the fold-out board as by default yes the fold-out game board a so, solid cardboard fold-out game board similar to most board games you get but then there is also a um a, a neoprene um squidgy mat roll-up mat that will come free if you order four that'll also be available um once we have the boxes ordered and we know when they're going to be delivered to the uk we will then open up the shore the the storefront to allow people to buy little bits of extra bits and pieces if they want to wow. but we're not gonna we're not gonna do that because it costs us a small fortune to stock stuff in a warehouse that is going to sit there for the next three months and wait for the rest of the stuff to be made so we're not going to do that until we're absolutely ready we know there's going to be a delivery day and then we'll start vlogging all the extra bits and pieces people can buy with it as well now you see while we were talking i updated the the hutton truckers facebook page to an image because you know they, they all get submitted and we update the group picture every now and again and as we were talking i said i know there's one person who's going to get the selfies out there and without knowing who it was i went through the list went, oh that's a sexy shot picked it made it the group photograph first response from drax or who took this second response was from exactly the person i thought was going to send some selfies in with i did so there you go i know exactly who's going to be sending in loads of screenshots and they're always awesome and he knows who he is now that particular one not wanting to be critical or anything but no, that's no good for you that's great for me no, it's gorgeous though isn't it yes i mean that's great for a banner across the top of a thing and it's slightly mm. pixelated but that's you know but some of the other ones that this this commander has submitted have, have been truly stunning of all the um of all the things out there in the galaxy you know these funny mollusks and stuffs you know anyway um 
Well, and I've also just been asked by um, Commander um, Edelweiss. Um, Ed- Ed- Edelweiss, tailor to the stars. Edelweiss. I have been asked how it's going and uh, how the, the Weasel Rat T-shirt sales are going. I will be selling those um, um, at LaveCon. And if you don't wear one, um, I know Ben does, but if you don't wear one and then you put one on, as Commander Witherspoon will um, attest to, you suddenly become more attractive. I, I did notice that. I, I mean, I couldn't help fondling you fondly over at um, ECM when you were wearing it. Yes, it, it happens. It happens and a lot. It does, it does. Um, well, look, thank you very much. And then, then that's number two, number three. Yes, uh, number three is, um, well, of course, there was, a, there was the snowflake, the, the board, uh, card game that we dropped in the middle. But um, that has uh, gone on hold um, because we had no money whatsoever to promote that game. Um, when we did, because of course we were in the throes of a, a bit of a punch up. Um, with, <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway, you should see the, the other the, guy. He yeah, probably looks yeah, a bit yeah. like I do right at the moment. Yes, and um, anyway, so so we didn't have any money to put behind that. So, uh, but we did. We were approached by a PR company that quite liked the idea of the concept and wanted to play around with it uh, for a bit. So they kind of run away with that, and we've allowed them to play with it. And if they want to use it, great. If they don't, they don't. So we'll, we'll shelve that for a sec because we're not working on that. But then the, the next project is Legendary Kingdoms, which is a um, choose-your-own-adventure-style gamebook. Ooh, um, I saw one of these on the table in the raffle. Yes, um, there is, a, at the moment, a free 44-page sample adventure. It's the first 44 pages of book one that you can, thank you very much, Commander Wotherspoon, for sticking the link up on the Twitch channel. But you can download a free sample, which gives you uh, an impression of, of this thing. It's basically a game book, but more Game of Thrones than it is individual solo adventure stuff. You take a group and it's um, you travel between um, various different areas within a king within various kingdoms and it there's as much political machinations as there are individual fighting monsters in dungeons um, and uh, the first one Valley of Bones is is going to be released a little bit later on in the year we were initially thinking Kickstarter but we've with the number of people who've <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> Maybe I should. Hang, yes. hang on a second. We've got a, we've got a, oh. we've got a special uh, we've got a special special message for Kickstarter here. There you go. Thank you. Al- Alvin's yep, not happy. That's about that's about right. Actually, I completely agree with Alvin. But yeah, anyway, we we, we you know we were going to kickstart it because we you know that's that is the biggest gaming um, platform out there, but. But um, in the end, we've had such um, uh, an overwhelming response to the downloads that we've given away so far that we might actually just say um, sod it to Kickstarter and go straight to print. Well, sounds good. I mean, you could, yeah. if you were watching the live stream at the moment, you could possibly see that I am a fan of Choose Your Own Adventure books because I currently in my hand we have one of my favourites by Herbie Brennan, J.H. Brennan. I don't know if you remember these ones. Pip, and 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 uh, all all his friends on that one, and and EJ Excalibur Junior. from Grail Quest, Voyage of Terror. Anyway, oh, that's bringing back some memories. Oh, I was yes. more fi- I was more fighting fantasy than I was um, your your style of book. But Oliver would be gushing right now because he's just yeah he loves well, them all. See now fighting fantasy, we gave lots of that away as well. And, and yes, awful. I saw. Yeah. I know. I wanted to win something, but do you know what? I bought thousands and thousands of tickets, and every bloody one went to that. You know him. 
Well, no, it didn't. This is the thing. It went to everybody else. It didn't go to me. It all went to Buck, as no, I recall. No, 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 no. You know, the, the one who always wins. Yeah, Buck. He always gets it. Oh, Buck Naked got a few. Yeah, he, yeah he, well, he. At 10 tickets, four awesome prizes, including the star prize of the Lego. Well, we're all jealous. Yeah. I know. I mean, okay, so Jester does buy literally a couple of thousand pounds worth of tickets. Um <laughs> But, it's not, but it's yeah, not, actually, it's not. It's not that much. To be, to be fair, he's a massively generous fella. Um, but I mean, everybody checked it. You saw the total. There's no way that's a one-man total. But anyway, no, I know it was amazing. And and actually, congratulations because that amount that you raised was. Yeah, was it a smidgen? Uh, and that's left. Really, um, really Flossie, what's a safe word I can use rather than the rude one I was going to use? Um, and that's left um, earlobe. Short of four thousand, four thousand five hundred, I think, wasn't it? Two, two and a lot, two and a bit thousand for each charity. Thank you very much. You're not bad for a weekend of everyone just hanging out, having a nice time. <laughs> yeah, not bad at all. Kick back, have beer, have fun, give money to charity. What is, yeah, what is there to complain about? So, well, look, thank you very much for coming and join us. You're going to come and join us for the rest of the show as well. Yeah, I'd love to stay on. That'd be awesome. We've got an urgent question for you from one Commander Psycho Cow. Do you need the unique cow skin type nine? Do you know what? If someone sent me an amazing picture of a unique cow-skinned Type 9, um, then it would um, have to go in the cards, I think. Well, because there is only one ship with that skin on it. It is When he says yeah. unique, he's not one of those nearly unique words. or No, no, unique yeah. as in literally how, only one. How does cow feel about somebody else taking that ship out for a spin? I mean... Oh, he's It'd a generous... be safer than when Cow takes it out. <laughs> yes. Well, yes, because I know every time Cow takes it out, he blows it up. But um, it's just whether, yeah, I mean, if he's happy for anyone else to take it out for a spin, then a Cowskin Cow um, ship would be awesome. Yeah. So the answer to Commander Psycho Cow is probably yes. I just have to pass it through the inventor of the game. Uh, yeah, I'm only the producer. But at the end of the day, I'm the one that orders it from the printers. So, you know. You carried the can. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well, look, thank you very much for coming to join us. I well, suppose, thank you for having uh, me on. Come and you know, join in the rest of the show and whatever else. Now, uh, so far... Now, you haven't got a copy of the script in front of you because I didn't bother sending it to you. I um, don't know. Yeah, no, so our first tune, Take It Back by the Temperance Movement. Have you got any guesses? Not yet, no. Okay. If it's only that one, no. I'm completely clueless. Well, before, we've got a special report coming up and then we've got Flossie and then we move on for the rest of the show. We've managed to lose Buck. By the way, if anybody can rouse Buck, we think he's fallen asleep somewhere and he's going to miss his bit. And I don't fancy reading his bit this week. So <clears throat> if anybody can rouse Buck for us, then please do. Um, but in the meantime, we've got some guesses. Now, Commander Palantir. Yes, sir. George, you want to throw uh, some guesses at us? Well, yeah, uh, we, the first one's from uh, Mr. A.B. Wise, and I'm not sure he's entirely serious when he says, is it boobies? Of course not. They're boobies. Or maybe bees. He maybe was talking about bees. the radio. No, he was talking yes. about the buzz, yeah. Yes, that that would have been rather too coincidental, so no. no I think Flossie's got, Flossie's yeah. got one. Um, yeah, Naughty Body Wash says, the theme is the bubble. Got to take it back from the thags. Uh, I think the answer on that one is also probably um, nope. Okay, and then the next one down. Now this is you see this person usually gets it quite right, but go on then. Um, dead meat, you 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 pass this one on for us. Well, this is from a very clearly drunk litho breaker. Um, he says, "Is it beating off 
No, sorry, beating back the Thargoids from all the systems. Uh, nope on no. that one as well. Nope, no, no, nope, no, no, nope, 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 nope. Okay, so now we've got a choice. We can either do Flossie, then the special report, or the special report, then Flossie. The special report is nine minutes long. What do we reckon? Oh my god, Buck's arrived. Man, will you put some clothing on? <laughs> Can't make me. <laughs> so, will somebody gaffer tape something over the front there? I don't want to see that. Oh, hello, Buck. Yeah, howdy, howdy. Now, um, so we do the special report or Flossie? What do we want next? Always Flossie. Should we, should we, should we do Flossie <laughs> first and then we'll do the other thing? So that means I have to do... Re- Are you ready, Flossie? Yep, I think so. Here we go. Mm. Especially for Buck. This is your return favour for what he did to you during the show. <laughs> it's Flossie. It's Flossie. Hello, it's Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News. As part of Sandy Partners' ongoing campaign to acquire Guardian Relics and Technology, Two permanent megaship ferries will be set up between Zendi and Senyuf EN-HD11-96, carrying commanders to and from the systems. In addition, two outposts and an installation have been set up to store, research and sell any findings that commanders or Zendi's own convoys discover. The Conduit and Sadler's Song are megaships built to securely transport a high number of ships between Zendi and Sinyuf ENHD1196. The Prospect Outpost in Sinyuf ENHD1196 has been established to provide a hub for pilots gathering Guardian commodities from nearby ruins. The intention is to facilitate the research and development of Guardian human hybrid technology. Seeker's Rest Outpost, Enrico XQL C2129, is a waypoint for convoys and other ships travelling to Sinyuf ENHD1196 without the assistance of a megaship. This outpost provides an opportunity to refuel and repair prior to reaching ancient Guardian space. Iron Span Installation in Senior ENHD 1196 is an installation offering accommodation for scientists, engineers and professors specialising in Guardian Human Hybrid Technology. Housing and other amenities are provided there, along with state-of-the-art research facilities. <coughs> Starting today, Zendi Partners' key assets will be deployed in-game, allowing commanders to board the megaships or dock at the various outposts. In addition, two entirely new ways to gather Guardian materials and commodities in and around these Guardian sites will be introduced. Commanders will be able to pirate ships and convoys for Guardian commodities, while scavengers will be able to salvage wreckages for Guardian materials without firing a shot. That sounds good. The new megaship ferries in both Zendi and Senior of ENHD 1196. 
Yeah. We'll begin their maiden voyages on the 16th of May and permanently jump between the two systems on the weekly server tick every Thursday, now and in the future. With Zendi partners looking to exploit the vast rich, riches of Guardian technology in and around the nearby Guardian sites, shrewd commanders who are capable of making their own way to the system may want to use the new opportunities to gather Guardian commodities. After all, Zendi partners are sure to pay a pretty penny for it. With Zendi partners' assets in place, they seek the assistance of the galactic community to help them gather Guardian commodities and materials. This will come in the form of a trade community CG starting on May the 16th at the Prospect Outpost. You will need a small or medium ship to participate. If the community goal is successful, commanders will unlock the ability to purchase Guardian modules at the Prospect, you will still need to previously unlock the modules via tech brokers and a guardian tech broker at the prospects. More details of this CG will be given next week. And that's this week's CG news. Yay, you've got your CGs back. Woohoo! Yeah, next <laughs> week. <laughs> right, okay, so there's a bus now and it's going it's sort of shuttle bus going each way. There are there are two outposts, there's a bus going between both, isn't it? They cross over yeah. halfway. Yeah. So the 800 light year jump you can do in any ship, just need mm-hmm. to do one tick, next tick, job done. So you finish finish at the end of one tick on one, and then when it ticks over, it goes to the other, does it? Yes. We know it's on uh, the weekly server tick. One, one at each end, so yeah. each week they swap places. So if you end the week at one, then it will jump you over to the... So once a week you get a chance to... I get it, I get it, yeah. I understand now. Yeah. Right. Now, it's that time of the show. Um, Mr. Mr. Palantir, sir. Yes, sir. It, it, it's another important part of the show here. It always is. Yeah, you've got to ask the question, haven't you? I am forced to and contractually obliged to. Go on, then. I, I will. I'm going to do it. We'll and do I'm it. going to do it right now. Well, well, when I say now, I'm going to do it after the bit I say now, because obviously that's now. Or was then. Now. It was then. <laughs> now. now. Well, then. This now. Now. Well, now. now. No, now, now, now. Is, down, no, that's down, what down. I used to get told. Calm down, flossy. calm down. Now, it's time to ask our guest. The Hoppit bit. What does it all mean? The shock and awe uh, has struck him. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hang on, let's, let's, should we wake him up? What am I meant to say to that? There we go. Uh, no, no, that <clears throat> you were listening during the news, yes? Uh, yes. So if you're a Hutton pilot at the moment and you were listening during the news, what do we need to be doing? Um, <laughs> we Let, let's say, let's say you're an explorer. Let, let, yeah, let's, let's say you're an explorer and you've got loads of data. Um, you need to take all of that data and sell it. Excellent. And, and if you're in the bubble anywhere in particular? Or? Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you need to take it to that place that um, they said earlier on in the news. Yeah, Stein. That's the one, st- I wasn't Stein. Here for the early bit of the news. Ah, I was only okay. The last bit of the news. Well, should, should, should we ask Dave? I think it's Stein, isn't it? If you've got exploration data, I think probably Stein in the bubble, maybe? Dead meat? Yes. Yes, there we Stein go. Stein and Hackhole. So we can't take it to Hackhole. Oh, sorry. Exploration. Do not take data. Exploration data goes to Stein. My, at the moment. I'm getting a lot of dead air at the minute because my connection's starting to fail. So, Uh-oh. yes, data to Stein. Data to Stein. And what about uh, Hutton bounties? 
they can go to hack hole. They can go to hack hole. Shove them in the hack hole as much as you like. Because we're on twenty five percent, they're on forty percent, and we want to take that tech broker. And not no, it's not. Is it's a material trader? We want yes. that material trader, not because it's a silly name, right? And if you like blowing up thargoids, we need to um, listen again to the um, the hacks command which I'm sure will be up on the website sometime soon. And uh, other than that, if you're a trucker, there's a special mission at the moment, which is going to... Now, this is... I've got to pronounce it right. Is it Exuga? Um, hang on a second. I'm just going to go and double-double-check. Ex-Benedict. Ex-Benedict. Yes, you have to take it to Ex-Benedict. Was it, was it him? It was It was Canon, wasn't it? There we go. Uh, yeah, it's Exigus. E-X-I-G-U-S. And we've got to remove 150,000 people as fast as possible from Exegus for an experiment for Dr. Arcanon. So, exploration data to Stein, combat to Haghole, and trucking Exegus. There you go. I was just wondering, the, the megaship that Flossie was talking about, is that the bus we just threw our special guest under? <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> yes. Look, it's traditional. We have to throw this the, the special guest. Oh, sooner or later, one of the special guests is going to going to look something up in advance and surprise me with a <laughs> with a with a, with a stunning answer. Like like, what should we do, or what should we not do in Colonia? There you go. Um, you don't want to um, crash into Jack's station, Colonia, because absolutely, or do any work in tier. Or do any work in tier. There we either. go. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, and over there, yes, as usual, exploration data and bounties to our systems apart from tier. Uh, we're a little high in eel procol, so yes, um, do, go to Doritos. There you go. Do everything in Doritos. Okay, we're well, having thrown him under the bus. Um, should we do the special thing, and then we'll come back, and then we'll do the tune, especially for Commander Wotherspoon? Yay. Now, you see, Dead Meat is very familiar with the content of this next one. It is nine minutes long, so if you need a pee break, do it after this, otherwise you'll miss it. So here we go. Um, from Cecil. To Arvind de Fear. From me. Current location. Recuperating in Nurse Wyatt's facility. And by the way, I mean it's me, Cecil, for the mug. Concerning being a little legless. <sighs> I have to report for the mug that I'm out of action for a little bit. There has been a small accident that's left me totally incapacitated. Now, before you jump to conclusions, it wasn't entirely down to the Centauri Megagin. From a mug. From the mug. Following my trip to Sol, Manchester is a lovely place, by the way, especially in the sunshine. I've seen pictures of it from the 21st century, and it was a bit of a dive. But since sea levels rose and it became a seaside resort, plus having been destroyed during World War Three, and then rebuilt, then burned down and rebuilt again, it's much nicer. 
unlike Coventry, which is still rather uh, rubbish. Anyway, I digress. Following that trip, I organized a little tete-a-tete with a few commanders. Now that I'm back in the bubble, and what would you know? There at the naughty step in LHS 340, there's a top secret underground bar. Apparently, it's really old and was moved there a few hundreds of years ago along with what appears to be a millennia or so of collected gin, rum and a little tonic. Aha! I thought. A tonic is just what I need. So I rounded up Commander Deadmeat He's bought a new flat, by the way, over here in LHS 340. It's quite nice. A one-room affair, and his neighbours are so lovely. By lovely, I mean that he hasn't said a word to them, and they haven't stolen any of his sausages from the fridge yet. And Claire Helen. No, they haven't stolen Claire Helen. I mean, Claire Helen was there too. She's taken up modelling. Or model making. Yes, model making. Although the one she made of me is entirely too flattering, I must say. Oh, and Commander Aiden. She modeled him. No, she didn't model him. He was there too. I I think that's not his real name. But as he's working for Alvin's secret police, we daren't call him by his real name in case someone uh, naughty recognizes him. On second thoughts for the mug. I'm not sure I should have said that out loud or written it down. Don't tell anyone. I've never met anyone called Aiden, and Alvin doesn't have a secret police force. I signed the Official Secrets Act years ago, but as this is an unofficial secret, I think I'm okay. Right. Oh, where was I? Oh, yes, the bar. Well, when we went there, it was astonishing how much rum there was. They keep it locked in a cabinet so the pirates can't find it. Locked? glass-fronted cabinet with shiny lights on it, so you can see if someone's stealing it. Oh, and some gin. In fact, about 240 of it. The only thing they don't have is Centauri Mega Gin, but I think that's because it's rare. So, aha, I thought, what better thing to put with a nice tonic than a little bit of gin? A lot of a little bit, it turned out. There's one there that is made with Darjeeling tea. I did experiment with dunking my bourbon in it. A biscuit, that is, though indie bourbon might be a good mixer. I can wholeheartedly state that bourbon biscuit dunked Darjeeling tea flavored gin is either wonderful or a really bad idea. I can't really remember, as just in that second, would you believe it, my leg fell off. One second I was drinking, 
Then, there it was on the floor next to me. I was thinking, what Wally left his leg lying around when I keeled over? And then thought for a minute and realised it was me for the mug. Prosthetics these days are so good, you don't even know you've got them. It's got wheelie toes and everything. I wish they wouldn't wiggle when they're not attached to the rest of the person. That's a little disconcerting. Unfortunately, as it wiggled before I realised it was mine, yeah, he took the time to grab a bar stool and hit it a few times just to make sure it wasn't an alien. And, um, yes, that it was probably dead. What confused me was that it wasn't wearing a shoe. I'm, I'm sure I went out with shoes on this evening. Funny how the pain takes a second to reach your brain. Wireless connection, apparently. So, with a dead leg that was no longer attached under one arm, I mean, attached to my leg under one arm. You know what I mean. I had it under one arm. I stood up and checked with Claire Helen that it wasn't likely to be fatal. She prescribed some more gin for the pain, which, for the mug, from a mug I drank. And that's when the other one fell off. Well, bugger me sideways, I thought. That's jolly inconvenient. There's me, hanging from the bar by my chin, drinking each hand. Dead meat was ever so helpful. He propped me up in one of those lovely Chesterfield armchairs with a cushion behind my back and stood both legs in the umbrella stand. Anyway, to cut a long story short, I had to go back to Nurse Wyeth as I was legless in all senses of the word. She's gone to find the manual to find out how to put them both back on. But in the meantime, could you send some painkillers, please? I've got a bit of a hangover. Lots of love, Cecil. P.S. Tell Lael I'm checking for other prosthetics. I've tugged at everything, and nothing else has fallen off yet. Oh, hang on. Oh, how embarrassing. It fell off. Nurse, I say, nurse? You've flown ships at max speed. You've felt the power of the 30 megawatt mining laser. You've experienced the efficiency of the MB4 mining machine. Wow. But it leaves every hardcore miner with just one question. Why can't I get a shave that's that fast, close and efficient? Introducing the Saracen MB5 Shaving Drone. It's so smooth. Combining the power of a mining laser with the convenience of a drone. It's like every hair is targeted by a fighter and destroyed. Saracen's patented shaving drone attaches to your face at the start of the day. Leave it to do its work, and when you come back to check, your face is shaved. He's so smooth. It's like I'm mining my face. The Saracen MB5 Shaving Drone. Now I feel manly. Saracen Shaving. Making shaving 
an unnecessary adventure. Galnet News Digest, 9th of May 3305, sponsored this week by the Pilots Federation Support Wing, falling over itself to help. In this week's news, Hermit comes home, Thargoid hunting unsustainable, claim, mighty megaships and crafty convoys. Hermit comes home. Stranded rock hermit Commander Leandri is a hermit no more, after a humanitarian effort by the Pilots' Federation support wing. Commander Leandri had become trapped on the less popular side of Beagle Point, after running out of Jumponium materials, leaving him with a jump range approximately one light year less than the distance to the closest star. Hearing of his plight, the Pilots' Federation reportedly deployed an interstellar tugboat and has towed the stranded commander's ship to safety. Commander Leandri expressed his deepest gratitude to the support wing before heading off on a search for geraniums. A word from our sponsors. This is a public service announcement from the support wing of the Pilots' Federation. Please stop what you're doing and pay attention. If we can rescue you, we will. But you can help us help you by following these easy steps. 1. Do something you instantly regret and get your ship destroyed or get stranded with no hope of escape. 2. Log out immediately. 3. Write a forum post. 4. Go to support.frontier.co.uk and open a ticket. 5. Stay calm, hold your breath, and let our seasoned professionals do what they do best. The Pilots' Federation. We have dev tools you don't. Any questions? Thargoid hunting unsustainable. Claim. Concerns are rising that human interference in the galaxy may be wiping out indigenous life forms. An increasingly popular pastime in recent years has been the so-called Thargoid hunt. Highly engineered, overpowered human ships, often in groups or wings, drop into a colony of these majestic, beautiful creatures and rip them to pieces using specialised hunting weapons. Advocates of the practice say that big Thargoid hunting helps to support conservation efforts, but in reality, the number of Thargoids has been dwindling to dangerously low levels. So much so, that on the 8th of May there were no reported sightings of Thargoids at all. With numbers falling this low, 
surely a halt must be called to the Thargoid hunting, or else there may be nothing left to hunt. Mighty megaships and crafty convoys. The Zendi partners may have set up shop in an exciting Guardian-rich system, but there's still another week to go before the Space Shuttle starts its regular route from Zendi. Meanwhile, there's plenty to explore, with rumours of convoys carrying vast quantities of Guardian technology. And even at this early stage, of wrecks overflowing with Guardian riches. All this effort is to develop yet more powerful weaponry to hunt down and destroy the few remaining Thargoids. With the Apex Predator removed, the fragile ecology of the galaxy may be doomed. And that's this week's Galnet News, brought to you by the Pilots Federation Support Wing. Support tickets for when the fuel rats simply aren't enough. Now, if he's ready, we're going over to Buck for his bigger bit. But My first, big old bit. yeah, you just—it's not bigger, just a lot closer. But first, we've got the blue gum tree ball by Slim Dusty. Well, howdy there, partner. My name's Buck, and I'm a trader. People ask me, Mister Naked, just what do you trade in? Well. I'll trade anything to earn me more credits, but what old Buck Naked trades in is his very own space cow. Y'all know it as the Lake On Spaceways Type 9. She may turn slow and lumber along, but she's got plenty of room in her belly to store your load. And when I take her to Hutton Orbital, you can be sure that Buck Naked will be relaxing in his cockpit Counting the credits, those poor saps will pay me for delivering hundreds of tons of goods they need. So if you want to get rich, pick yourself up a Lacon Spaceways Type 9, the Space Cow, for your utter delight. Keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? 
why we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as having a dream about being on Hutton Orbital News, and it taking so long to start, it delays your waking up for the day. True story. <laughs> so let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping around like them bullfrogs down by the creek, Commander Isley, 1975, took the lead with just about 66,800 light years jumped. That ain't like last week's 100K, but it's impressive enough. Tearing up the Don's Pithy Pirates this week is Commander Texas Stu with 26.4 million credits earned and accounted for. Stu tosses out rolls of duct tape to each pirate so they can patch up their ship. Lickety split. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Bograt with 292 mission points earned. Well, that's earned you a coupon from McTargoids this week, Commander. Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker ought to. Commander Short Engineer 78 transported and sold over 375,000 tons this week. Yes, sir, you heard me right. 375,000. Word is he's discovered quantum storage. Driving the Hutton High Speed Rail this week, Commander Night Ranger hauled 4,090 passengers around the galaxy. Now you beat out last scores, last week's score by a good margin there too. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is still held by Commander Litho Breaker in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 9 seconds. And our fastest run so far in this month of May was done by Commander Malice XR3 in 1 hour, 23 minutes, and 56 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own Hutton decal for your ship. Hutton Top Trucker. Brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, only ships in the galaxy that only pick up one radio station, Hutton Orbital Radio. Hutton Orbital Radio. We're sorry for, you know, whatever. Right, well, thank you very much, Commander Buck Naked. Buck. Buck. But yeehaw, yeehaw, yeehaw! Thank you very much. So nobody's broken that record yet. Which record that? They're the one, the fastest run to Hutton Orbital. Now we've got because we've got the new thing with the um, the, the super cruise assist and, and hops. Yeah. Oh, well. oh no, super cruise assist makes does, it slower. Does it? I mean, I was wondering if you were going really fast and then got it to come in when you were three seconds away. Does it take over at that point? Um. I've not tried it yet. I'm not sure my coordination's sufficient to push all those <laughs> buttons. I'm busy watching what only a full breaks a six second. Oh my god, I've hit the station and I'm dead. That would be really embarrassing. 
You, Apparently, you get, voice, you get voice attack, then you, then you can train it to say, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, means slow down. Yeah. By the time it's done clicky, 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 I might as well have just dropped out. And besides, any good pilot knows you need a wingman with, a, with an avlock to get in there on the top times. Expert hint. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, so, no, so, Buck, no, yeah, nobody's broken that time yet. I thought, I thought the Hop Pit team and the Hops team and the, the PS hop, Hips, Hips Hops, whatever they are called, team, they, they were on the, the Hut and Helper now for, for doing runs. They are, and they're trying. We got Commander Malice XR3 now last month. He got up pretty close to yeah. Litho Breaker's score. He was just a few seconds away. So he's trying to beat Litho Breakers, but you know, it's tight. Yeah, we don't know what Litho Breaker did, but it's probably like guessing things for this show. I'm sure he's got a secret list of cheat sheets somewhere. But, well, um, all you got to do is do it once. Yeah, I mean, there are some good times there. I mean, yeah, you're right. Malice XR3, Lydia of the Void. I think that's... Um, the bog rat wraith wraith bobby b i think wraith bobby b seems to i think wraith's a, a hotbox commander as well and that's a one hour 24 14 seconds so that's not so far away but see i think the real um the real record that was beat this week easily i don't think anyone has ever hauled this much cargo before or Maybe he cheated. Maybe no, no, he no, bought I the cargo and it's, sold it in the same. Yeah, it's it's got to be legit. We we can't cast aspersions on fellow commanders like that. That's, I don't know. Three hundred and seventy-five thousand tons. That's a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot of cargo right there. Yeah. I I don't see numbers that high normally. No, but we've been slacking a bit recently. I'd imagine their trade, um, the the squadron trade things, probably taken a good boost from that one as well. And of course, they're all sporting their new gold trophies as well. Oh, here we go. Antarius Fusion just let me know that still Chrissy beat that 375,000 with 400k when they were trying to do the 10 for 10. So it is legit <laughs> and it is possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, um, well, thank you thank you for that, uh, Commander Nick. Are you going to be hanging around for the uh, the green room bit? Nope. No. Nope. Zodi's in there. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> You're no, such a get. mean. You're such a mean man. I gotta get, and the next two weeks I'm not going to be around either. Uh, I got. Uh, have have you nominated a, an intern to cover for you? No, I'm a pre-record for y'all because I know how much. Well, you've only I got know four days terrible. to re record. I'm, yeah, I know how terrible. Uh, yeah, the stand-ins are. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. been a, there's been a petition. Uh, yeah, there's been a petition, much. hasn't there? Don't let us do it. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get complaints one. when the stand-ins come in. They they message me and go, "You need to pre-record at least. Come on." <laughs> well, yeah, I was I was actually online with the um, the night shift. I, I logged on first thing this morning, and they were still, uh, God knows what time it was in the morning, still uh, doing the Hutton thing. And uh, I said hi to the night shift, and uh, there were a bunch of them mm. in there in Teamspeak this morning, in the wee small hours. But, uh, Ed, well, thank you very much. Um, so, Palantir, have we got any more guesses, or have we stumped them? We've got one, but it's from before the last tune. Uh, it's Commander Hales taking the bus back to Zendi. Ah, okay. So we've had Blue Gumtree Ball by Slim Dusty. We've had um, Alley Alley with Sean Connery. And we've had Take It Back with the Temperance Movement. Blindingly obvious to me, mm. but then I have read the script. Well, yes, I thought that last one was going to be a dead giveaway. That one, that one should have been, if you're paying attention, an absolute giveaway. But, well, it would have. It wasn't going to be until you mentioned that. Yeah, 
Oh, okay. Well, we're going to give him a hint. So we've got another tune coming up, and um, oh, I've got to remember what it's called now. And then we're going to run down to the green room. So uh, Commander Ventura is here, so we've got to do the usual swap seas at some point during this tune and run down to the green room and hope it's not deafeningly loud down there. So um, we'd better get um, moving by Supergrass. <laughs> Shield at 14%. Thanks for the warning. But I can read. Space. These guys are going to gank me. Incoming communication. Open a channel. Feeble pilot. You will surrender your craft to us or face destruction. Well, I could. But there's at least one thing my craft does better than yours. Oh, yeah. What's that? Break. Now I've got you. One down, one to go. Alert. Escape pod alarm. The commander requires rescue. Somebody else's problem. Incoming communication. Go on then. Keep him coming. That was my brother, you son of a spacer. And his bounty will be very useful. Look, there's two ways this can go. So how about we call a truce so I can pick up his pod? Um, how about no? Alert. Escape pod alarm. A commander requires rescue. Yeah, yeah. They keep each other company until some other sucker comes through. One more bounty in the bank. Good. Updating Elite Federation of Pilots record. Your combat rating has increased to below average. <laughs> well, don't let my official record fool you. Congratulations. Commander Thane. Find out more information about Escape Velocity at laveradio.com forward slash escape velocity. You can back Chris in his Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash radio theatre workshop. I'm sorry about those shenanigans there. I got I tripped over the door jam and um, probably wallop myself again. It's Chen. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I've just walloped just about everything this week. Anyway, hello, Green Room. Mug. Right. Well, we're going to do the usual, I think, and drop down, say hi to everybody. So we're going to take turns. Um, now, no shouting out any guesses. Send them to Commander Palantir, also known as Harry Balzac. And then we'll go afterwards and um, find out what was going on with the show. Um, but so who are we going to go with first? We're going to your special guest is going to take the first person. And then me, and then Flossie, and um, who else have we got? Oh, and then the Harry Bullsack. There we go. Yep. So, Mr. Spider-Man. Hello. You can say hello to, to the ask... first commander in here. Well, Commander Ventura. Is that our first hello. one? That's the one. Yes. Hello. How hello. are you, sir? How have you been, I'm... and how has your week been? Busy at work. Uh, have got a wee bit of elite time in, which is good. Uh, I was doing teching for Live Radio on Tuesday, and then did the podcast uh, podcast for edit for Live Radio. Um, other than that, it's been that's been about it. Yeah, that's my week. Um, for the mug. Well, thank you very much. No, oh, it's my turn to say hi to Antarius Fusion, Mister Fusion. Hello. You've been a busy little beaver. Uh, yes, a lot going on. So we've now got all all of them in. They got you've got the new application for Team Hotbox and the Hops. Yeah, we've got um, 
A lot of the console commanders are now signing up to be part of the Hutton Helper. Well, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's been growing really well. We're still in beta. I'm still testing things out. There's a couple of couple of bugs, but um, everything's being ironed out. Be, being ironed out or being ironed out? That's being ironed out. It's an ongoing process. It takes a while for every conceivable possibility to be checked and accounted for. There's been a couple of interesting things happen, but... Well, boring things to most people, but interesting to me. Yeah, and I noticed a few people sort of spotted little little shenanigans here, or the edge cases, I think they're called, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I asked everybody to sign up last night, uh, told them there's an update for the Hutton Helper, but I forgot to add a semicolon to one line of code, so I broke the web page for people that were trying to sign up. But that's all sorted now. Everything you can sign up. Um, it's still classed as beta, but I endeavour to put all of your data into the Hutton Helper as, uh, as any normal PC commander would. Okay, and so are you logging everything? I mean, it's it's not just the hut and run; it's the it's the trucking and the, I mean, everything for the, the same stuff as we get on the uh, the PC one as well. Now, exactly right. Yeah, um, basically, I, I grab uh, the PC commanders have a journal that we have um, entries as you have them get entered into the hut and helper. It gets sent to the the, the central server. Uh, the Xboxes have that equivalent, but online uh, via Frontier Development Server. So we pull that and then we add them to the helper. Okay. But we keep them with original timestamps. So if you enter the system and dock, it's all still counted in exactly the same way. Well, sounds good. Well, it does mean that Buck can now uh, say hi to all of those commanders and they can earn the Hutton decals as well without having to do real proper crazy things. Yeah, it's nice to see um, quite a few Xbox commanders in the stats now. Uh, Short Engineer 78 is an Xboxer, and he smashed, um, you know, on his first week, the cargo record for this week. It puts him into number two spot for the mm -hmm. most cargo overall. Wow. Not bad oh, at all. In one week. No, that's pretty good. Well, there, thank you very much for all the work. Have you actually had any time to fly any ships recently, or is it, uh, is it all doom and, and code and more doom? No, I t you, you do code and it's great and you burn out a little bit. So I was doing some paynite mining. I burnt out with that, so it's bad to code. Paynite mining. Oh, it makes it makes for some good uh, good messages. Oh, yeah, paynite is great. I mean, it's, I made about two and a half billion in a couple of days. Definitely the way to make cash at the moment. Yeah, you get the ping. You're, now elite. No, you're already elite in trading, aren't you? <laughs> yep. You get the ping, you're rich. Ping, you're even more rich. Ping, go spend some money. Ping, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, mostly doing code. A uh, small amount of time in-game, but yeah, some cool things to come, as always. All right, well, um, thank you very much. Have you got anything to add, or are you for the mugging? No, it is for the mug for me. Until next week. Thank you very much indeed. So, handing over to Commander Flossie. Hello. So, I get to speak to Henry Bolzak. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. I'm I've already described my day. I've managed to get in game for about an hour and a half this week, which is a record. <laughs> Other than that, I've just been spending time enjoying our new kitchen and oh, cooking yes. for people. Yes. Oh, yes. There will be pictures when the final touch goes in. We've got a piece of blingy wall covering coming in tomorrow and then Monday, the final touches. Ooh, uh, nice. And then, and then I wonder... If, I wish I had some children so I could sell them for experiments and get some money back to <laughs> offset the cost of the damn thing. Yeah, so, you're not cheap, uh, <laughs> No, oh no. Oh no, I could buy a decent car for what this has cost me. Never yeah. mind. Not not a 21, obviously, but a decent car. Yeah, uh, yeah. In that case, I'm just going to save for the mug. Thank you for the mug. Which rather 
that coincidentally brings me on to say, Mr. Vantayen, how has your week been, sir? Oh, it, uh, yeah, not not too bad. I've Smashing. been uh, I've been quiet this week. I, I've just just been at home doing doing you know dad duties that kind of thing. I did manage to fly a spaceship. I did manage to. I think it was described as bimbling. I was I was out um, testing some of the routes for things and uh, found myself in a hauler. Um, with a tiny little fuel scoop on it and loads of jumps to get back to anywhere. So I thought I'd I'd get back, and then I got back, and then I recorded some people being very naughty at um, Desiat. I think I um, hopped into there in an eagle to try and engineer an eagle to go ridiculously quickly and then fight Thargoids, and there were naughty people in system chat in Desiat, so I spent a lot of time reporting all of them for being thoroughly untruckerish. Not not our lot in system chat, you know, random other people. And, um, yeah, there was some very untruckerly behaviour going on, so I had to deal with that. And um, then got myself a nice little Imperial Eagle in, in jet black, not purple on this one, I thought I'd go with jet black, um, that goes rather quickly. I presume all of this was done in a very safe environment where you can't damage yourself any further. Uh, you were sitting comfortably in a chair and not falling over and smacking myself on things. So, yes. Well, hooray for that. Yeah. So I, I managed to yeah do a little bit of flying in spaceships. No, no combat, no trucking. I basically achieved nothing other than buying an Imperial Eagle and making it faster. There you go. That's not nothing. I don't feel worthy at the moment. You know, I've not done anything for Alvin for a, for a bit. I, do, I did a, a couple of weeks back, did some Thargoid combat and sent them running with their tails between their legs. But I haven't done trucking in ages. You do have to be able to commit a certain amount of time contiguously, don't you? Well, do you know what I miss? I miss mission running, actually. Honestly, mm. I remember the day back in the day when, when it was me and the Major General, uh, yeah, where, where, where the two of us were a planet side in SRVs, scooping up all those um, occupied escape pods and handing them in for missions and all sorts. I, I remember those days when missions were a thing, you know. I miss that. I think everybody would like missions to be better developed. Something so you, you could feel like it, it was real part of the narrative yeah well if we could fight off thargoids by doing missions see that that would suit me down to the ground some sort of administrative mission <laughs> well, yes uh, i've got some post for you mr thargoid here you go file that you green git <laughs> stamp yeah, stamping thargoids. Um, yeah, so <laughs> anyways, yeah, so that's, that's sort of been been me, and uh, I, I'm around till I'm, I'm off. I'm off to Birmingham next week, so um, I, I, I don't think I'll be around for the show next week. It's my week off next week, so Mister Cow's going to be back, or maybe Mister Ventura. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, other than that, um, for the mug. Thank you, Spidey boy, Spidey boy. Do whatever, what only you can. Whatever Spider-Man can. Arden, is that pronounced right? Aiden. Uh, oh, Aiden. Sorry, sorry. I close enough for government work. When sorry, I'm not talking about on. that. But so, yeah, how has your week been, been, sir? Um, not bad. Uh, I've managed to do a little bit. I'm dealing with the exigent situation in in exegesis at the moment, so. Um, half the team is back, so I'm no longer working working all the hours that God sends and getting a decent chunk of overtime. But apart from that, you know, same old, same old, really. 
Well, it's lovely to hear that you've been doing an awful lot more than Commander Vance here. Not that I'm pointing fingers or anything. Well, uh, I can't really talk about that, otherwise Alvin might bark at me. Yes, and we heard what his bark was like earlier on. Yes, yeah, so I'm not really a fan of getting barked at by Alvin. It's... Exactly. I think I, I I think I should I shall take that as my cue and say for the mug. Right now I've lost count. Who's who's turn is it now? You. Oh, it's me again. It's whenever you lose count, it's always your turn. <laughs> it's always 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 the way. Well, see, Ramforth's muted on mic again, but I'm sure I'm sure I'll get a message from Ramforth that says for the mug in a second on a message. But um, hello, Ramforth. So I'm going to say hi to the 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 one man intrepid fundraising machine that is the Dayglow Viking. Good evening. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a bit of a bit of a hard week on the old having money of other people. Yeah, yeah, it's only a match to run a half marathon um, for Wing for Life, which is uh, something a little bit different. A half marathon? It's, well, it wasn't intended to be a half marathon, and there was a set distance on this particular event, if, if I may have uh, something different. Oh, you're cutting out again a little bit there, Mr. Viking. We, we caught about half of that. I've got no idea what's going on with that, but, um, yeah, um... It's it's something that is actually global. So in, in the whole play with players ethos, I was running against people seven other cities in the world. Anyone who had the app who was running at exactly the same time. Right. And um so all of you I mean, is there a totalizer from how many miles between you you managed to clock up with all the people from all over the world in that one session? Uh the the actual total I'm not entirely sure, but I can say that two Colleagues of mine from my thousand six hundred one. Oh no, you cut out there. I, I heard the word thousand, and that was about it. And colleagues. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. Uh, so my my company entered a team of two hundred and sixty, all running in the same city. All right. Okay. And we between us ran two thousand six hundred one miles. Wow, that that's nearly. How how far is that? That's. Uh... It's a stupid oh, distance. It's it's that's from the that's from the Caribbean to New York. Pretty much, I, I managed to put in. I said I managed to do thirteen and a half miles myself. Ah well, congratulations on that one, and uh, very well done. You're a, you're you, a machine, sir, an absolute uh -huh. machine. Ah uh, yeah, I, I, it's it's what I do when the sun is shining. Except it was pissing it down with rain on last Sunday, so oh. not that enjoyable. And have you managed to get any flight time in? Uh, in the real world, yes, on um, not so much, but I'm still bimbling slowly back towards Hutton Space with several billions worth of exploration credits. Oh, uh, we're going to like that one. Hopefully we'll be able to dump it in the hag hole when you get back. Yep, yeah, certainly. Um, and yeah, it's still going with the, uh, the bike ride next month as well. Excellent news. Well, keep us posted on that one. Obviously, any fundraising stuff that you need to uh, post up, then do post it up so we can help support you. Many thanks. I'm just trying to... Oh, this. Uh, if, I, if I can also introduce the Hutton Widow as she's skulking around the kitchen. Get oh. to the microphone. H hello, the Hutton Widow. Oh, she's, she's, she's hiding away. Let's see if I can get her over here for a second. All right. For those, for those of you watching in black and white, you can see us waving now. One second.
<laughs> he's a bad man. He's gonna get. He's gonna get one of those noises. It's it's very good radio. Yes, it, it, actually, it's even worse television. Yeah. <laughs> is he is he coming back? Is the Hutton Widow coming back? Or has he run away? Oh, hello. I I am I'm a real woman. Um, <laughs> You're a real person. Do you need to borrow the frying me. pan? Um, no, but I'm definitely going to hand you back. Okay, thank you. You can deal with him later. Yeah, absolutely. She, she doesn't know. Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's basically it for me. That's, uh... Well, thank you very much, the Dayglow Viking. And I'm handing... Now, this is... I didn't calculate no, you're this not one, get, right? yes, we, Yeah, you've got this no. wrong, sir. Why don't Flossie and I swap, as it... Well, uh, Ramforth messed me up. I see, yeah, I've, I've right. heard that, yes. You know, but uh, let's... let's Flossie and I... You're into swapping, aren't you? Let's okay. let's do that. Okay. So I will ask you how your week's been. <laughs> well, um, since I've had a big up point, I've not done much up there. But on Saturday night, I had something of a... <laughs> well, it was just a, a continual comedy of errors, really. <laughs> do um, tell, we're writing this down. <laughs> I was called by um, Country Batten on um, on our um, Discord asking if I could do a rescue on few rats from Colonia because he knows I've got a, a rat up there. Yes, of course I will, I said. I'm just logging online, logged online and found I was actually at Explorer's Anchorage and <laughs> only equipped with my mining gear. Oh, sorry, uh, I can't. I'm, I'm at Explorer's Anchorage. I said, I'll try and get back, but I could be a while. <laughs> yes. So, anyway, in the meantime, another call came on for uh, the started areas on Xbox. Oh, I've got a character. I've got one in the um, starting areas. Okay, can you do that one then? So, <laughs> right, okay. So I switched over to the Xbox. And uh, went in and uh, started doing this rescue, and I got as far, I had my finger on the on the button to press fire limpets when he disappeared. For some reason, he'd log back out again. As soon as he'd set his wing beacon, he logged back out. <sighs> oh, great! So anyway, he came back in, but because he was low on oxygen to start with. By the time he'd logged back in and we got winged up again, it was just too late. He blew up. Oh. <laughs> oh. I know. I know. You rats all take always take this very personally when it happens. Oh, we do. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, um, it got me thinking afterwards, and I, I never really thought about it before. But I remember when I first started on Flossy Two. Um, Obviously, I'd been used to starting with a cobra as being a, a backer. And, of course, I started with a sidewinder and I ran out of fuel. And I remember being absolutely terrified hearing this loud bang as somebody dropped in and uh, started firing stuff at me. And, of course, they were triangular and I thought, oh, heck, he's got his guns out and he's firing at me. And I was absolutely scared stiff. And it made me think how many of the of us actually have the um engage hard points on firing well, when you fire you fire your limpets 
and your hard points open. I think a lot and of us now, probably do because that's yeah. when we go, ah, somebody's coming for me, I exactly. want to go fire, fire, fire. Yes. And mine's always been set like that. But now I have disabled that so that when I find my limpets, I stay square. Because I think possibly he saw this triangle coming towards him and thought I was out to get him. I don't know. When you, when you get your combat anaconda out... <laughs> I don't have a combat anaconda. I don't do combats. I don't carry guns. That's we yeah. saw you in CQC. That's a fib. Oh well, that that was a, a one off little thing, squeal, which doesn't affect my combat rating. <laughs> That's the only reason I did it. So uh, yeah. Don't forget, David hasn't listened to last week's show, so he doesn't know about your piece in there. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, eventually I went back to. Um, Explorers Anchorage and started heading back to Colonia and uh, I suddenly realised, oh heck, my fuel's going down quickly and I don't seem to be scooping. That's because I took my fuel scoop off when I was mining. So I started back to Explorers Anchorage and just about made it with enough fuel to get there. <laughs> that yeah, because that wouldn't have been embarrassing that at would all, would it? Embarrassing. <laughs> and uh, Went to get my fuel scope. I thought, I'm sure I'd probably put it in storage. I looked in the storage, and there was all my fuel rat equipment as well. <laughs> so, anyway, I've managed to get it all back in again and headed back to Colonia, and I'm now back there, ready for any further action. <laughs> but what a night. It was just one thing after another. Well, we've always known you were ready for action, Helen, any time. <laughs> And I actually did my first successful Xbox rescue last night. It was all good fun. I enjoyed it. It was a bit late as well. I didn't realise how late it was when I started. It was two o'clock by the time I'd done. Oh, that's so, dedication. I was a bit tired. I wasn't quite sure what I was doing. Being Xbox is weird ways of having friends and making them favourites. And oh, Well, right. thank you well, very much. Okay, so... so it's your turn, lovely. It's my turn now to ask Hanky. Hello there. Hello. How are you? I'm not too bad, thanks. How are you? Not too bad. Good, good. No, I, I'm just going to butt in because I've got an apology to make to King Hanky because I, I got the what does it all mean bit wrong, didn't I, Mr. Hanky? Yes, you did. Do, would you like to correct me? Yes, it is do everything in tier, because we load 15%, and heal Jerusso, because we've been poorly for the last few days, so that's the main two things what we want doing. All the rest can, as I just keep a percentage up in EL Pro Centauri. Okay, sorry, I was handing back over to Flossie there. So, <clears throat> yes, Flossie, sorry, that, I was just butting in on that one. I'm, I'm butting back out again now. Right, okay then. So, have you got any, anything else that you like Yeah, to I've been to Beagle Point and I went to Osher's Reach this week. Oh, yes, you did, for, yes. Yeah, and my main commander. It's taken about a year to get there. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, because I've been doing other things with my other commanders. Well, that's it. <laughs> it's sort of been stuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm out there at the moment as well, of course, on my main commander. Pop that for the Colonia mug. For the mug, thank you. Right, and that means handing back over to Spiderbind. John. 
Hello, so I'm going to charge in and ask Commander Lenin. Lenin Lenin's, oh, Lenin's got news. Go for oh, it, Lenin. I have. Hooray. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've finally got my station in the game. Fantastic. Your station oh. being? My cool. station being Leningrad Station, obviously. In the PSPF LF2. Fantastic. And do you need expiration data? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do I? Well, no, this, well, see, the thing is, it's been inserted and it's not belonging to Hutton yet. Oh. It's, it's been, been given inserted. to somebody. It's been inserted, ah. but it doesn't belong to Hutton. So a new station got built. Not yet. But, 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 but we don't own it. It's a hmm. pretty neat place to visit, actually, because it's so close to the uh, asteroid belt that you can actually just fly to an asteroid directly from the station. So Flossie adds it to her list of everybody fly to Lenin and take it over for the truckers. Sounds about right. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it over to the... Uh, Political team, they'll figure out how to do it, I suppose. Exactly. Well, number crunching and thinking. Congratulations for having a station, even though it's not yours, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Yet. Yes. Well, it gives us a, a long mission. time coming, but. Gives us something to do, you know, that's, that's, that's the best bit, giving truckers more things to do. Ah. Yes. Oh, look, I can, I'm looking at it now on, on EDDDDDB. It's owned Boo by the Liberals. Uh, the PSPF LF2 Liberals own Leningrad Orbital. Filthy liberals. Yep, filthy liberals. And they're on 10% and we're on 58.5%. So anybody wants to boost the liberals, feel free. Boost the liberals. Oh, oh well. There you guess, go. Guess I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah, boost the liberals wow. until they match with Hutton. And then they're a democracy, so I think we'll have a nice friendly election to take it over. Elections are boring. So when we, does the war start? We, we, we can have Grid Exit or Lenin Exit or something. <clears throat> Battle for Leningrad sounds much cooler. Battle for Leningrad sounds the much battle better. for oh yes, but I, I don't know if we can engineer no, a war on that one. I think it's going to be an election. As much as we'd love it to be a nice battle, well, we'll, we'll talk to the political team then. Yes, quite so. For the mug. For the mug. For the mug. And it's over to me to talk to Commander Lithobreaker. Good evening. Good evening, Squire. How are you? Working too hard or managing to get some playtime? Oh, a bit of both. I've, uh, I've almost finished Distant Worlds. I'm less than 100 jumps out from right. uh, Beagle Point. So, so I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. An hour and a bit? I'm only a month late. Yeah, about that. So I don't think I'll get it done tonight, but ne next play session I should be able to arrive. Finally! And, and what, uh, what's, your plan? what's your plan when you've got there? Turn around, go back. Take a different route uh, back, or just just hot for it uh, back. Different route back, and probably stop off at Colonia and leave this commander there. Mm -hmm. So that should be a, a nice, interesting return trip. Should be fun. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's been my game time all week. In the real world, we've had the chaos of getting uh, Mrs. Litho organised for going to some sort of choir convention thing this weekend that she's gone in Cardiff of all places. Right. Good place for and, choirs. Uh, yeah, and interviewing for a new minion in work. Ooh. And I really hate interviewing people. It's, so, it's, it's horrible, especially when, I mean, today I've interviewed the last batch and we've now got two people who'd be perfectly good enough for the job and we've got to pick between them. So it's always horrible when you well, need to do it's that. It's better having two good ones than no good ones. Yeah, true, true, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Gonna have to work out how to give the bad news to one of them and work out some sort of rationale why and all that rubble stuff. Mm -hmm. But the good news is, at least we'll be back up to almost full strength again soon, so that's nice. That's good. Not, yeah, not enough tech monkeys. So yeah, other than that, I think it's just there for the mug for me, really. 
Well, thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Yeah, it's me now, isn't it? Don't, you don't need to sound quite so sad. <laughs> Aldi, how's your week been? It's been uh, doing well, actually. Oh, yes. I have a bowl of potato leek soup I just made, so I'll be drinking, eating that right after I'm done with my second section. All right. Sounds good. Hope you've got a way of keeping it warm. Oh, trust <laughs> me, it'll stay warm. So why are snakes so good at wrapping? I don't know. They wrap around their prey. <laughs> Any more? What did the diet nasty little diamondback say to his big sister? I don't know. Don't be such a rattletail. <laughs> Very good. So, one last one. Okay. Why, okay. why couldn't the snake, female snake, have any babies? I don't know. Because she has had, she had a hysterectomy. <laughs> right. Very good. Okay. Thank you. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, yeah. For the mug. Thank you. For the book. Dealey at the end of the list, and now we come to Mr. Spider. What is it you've been doing? Ah, uh, well, do you know what? Everyone's heard far too much of me already this evening. So I would just say thank you very much for having me on. You're all completely gorgeous and for the mug. Right, well, you, you there, but you, we haven't heard enough from you because you need to talk to Waz. <laughs> well, Waz. Last but not least, what have you been up to this fine week? Not much of a lead at the moment. I'm just waiting for a piece. A friend of mine's talking about me with a PC, a very decent PC tower. He is. I'll get Ooh. the specs. Yes. Put it this way, the processors, that the new processor that I'm getting, it costs about 300 quid. I'm paying some money off bits by bits to get the money for him. I am. And today I walked from my... My from St Martin's into the beautiful in town to celebrate Liberation Day today. Seventy-four years of liberations from the occupation of Germany. Oh, fantastic! And also, while I was there, I did some charity work for the British Legion towards the Poppy Appeal at the same time, from half from eleven to half three, walking up and down for donations. And did you right. do well? Did you collect a lot? Oh, by the looks of it, I got a lot of notes and a load of change, but. In that, I feel happy with what I did. Fantastic. Well, Great cause. Um, yeah, thank you very much indeed on behalf uh, of all the servicemen and ex-servicemen for all your hard work. Yeah, and all I have to say now, um, very tight is for the mug. <laughs> thank you very much indeed. Right, and uh, unfortunately, as it's me broadcasting this week, we aren't able to talk to the Hotbox chat um, because that's a special cow button. But uh, we don't have the cow button this week, so we're just going to say, if they're listening in, people from Hotbox, hello, we haven't forgotten you, but no, you can't talk, because that was just one step too far. And we love you. We do. Especially now that you're on the thingy. So, um, what we're going to do is going to play a tune, then we're going to run upstairs, then we're going to check the guesses, then we're going to go. Um, but it is time now <clears throat> to see if I can get the buttons right, and um, get off my ass and jam. Yeah. Hot Orbital Radio. 
broadcasting on the only frequency you can receive. Without us, there's nothing. Where, where were we getting off our asses and jamming then? It takes far too much to get off of my ass. <laughs> right, okay. okay. You oh, get right. a small forklift truck. Were you, were you head bobbing in time there? Right, no, it's, I was it's, grooving that funk. You were grooving that funk. Well, we've had a, 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 an interesting selection of That's tunes this evening. Uh, we've had some guesses. Now, have we had any more wrong guesses, Mr. Pond? Yes, we have. Go on then. What wrong ones have we had? From our famous guesser Lithobreaker. DW2 is over. And everyone is heading home. Uh, 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 I'm not sure how that fits the blue gum tree ball, slim dusty, moving. I suppose moving you could do Allez, Allez, Sean Connery. Maybe take it back. Well, they're not taking anything, are they, apart from themselves? So, no, that's that's not right. Now, now um, Mr. Shock and Awe, you, you don't have a copy of this. So you, do, you do actually know what the theme is. Um, well, I mean, the only credible answer I've so far seen being guests on the chat is the Dusty Bento Balls convoy. By Commander Edil Lee Wise. Yeah. Edil yeah, Wise no, himself. No, he's quite a wise bloke. Uh, well, you mean the Dusty Bento Balls convoy. We'd be we'd be taking it back, yes. Oh, okay, yeah, we could do that. Allez, allez, we're going. Yes. Yeah. The Blue Country Ball by Slim Dusty. Oh, that was a bit go. of a hint. Moving by Supergrass. Convoy. Get off your ass Or ass. Yeah, well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's about signing up for the Dusty Bento Bulls convoy on the eighth of June. I nearly made that 8th mistake of again. Eighth of June in the evening. Uh, well, apparently, we've got more pirates than truckers signed up at the moment, so we need more truckers and more more defence ships to keep us safe. I mean, even if there's only one trucker, we've just got to keep that one trucker safe all the way on the convoy. That's perfect because that could be some good fun. But no, there's actually there's lots of people going. It's not just the pirates. I'm I'm joking a little bit. So there you go. Congratulations. I think that's that's Edelweiss's first time he's won the won the guessing game. Um, what I thought was really truckerish was after he came up with the guess, it was very PWP because lots of people were helping him trying to work out how the rest of the songs worked. Ah, right. Okay. They were a bit vague. But the Blue Gums yeah, people, that, Slim that, Dusty, that, we could have got it in one, but... Yeah, I think being vague is probably a prerequisite for truckering. <laughs> well, that and the tunes had to be nice. So, well, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in this week. Thank you very much to our studio team, to uh, to Flossie. Thank you. And to, to Palantir. Thank you, contestants. And to Shock and Awe from Spider-Mind Games. Don't forget to send in your yeah, pictures. I, I came late and didn't have a clue. That's far too much information to share on air. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like one of your sketches again. Or was that yeah, one of those? Sorry. <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm writing scrib scribbling furiously for the next time we come on. I mean, uh, 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 Rive. No. Um, yeah. I'll shut up now. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you very much, everybody. And um, it, it's that time where we go towards the end of the show. So, unless anybody has anything else. Oh, actually, yes, it, it's Deaf Awareness Week this week uh, as well, and um, we, we all do a bit for Hearing Dogs for the Deaf as well, but yes, I, I had forgotten this week, it was Deaf Awareness Week, so uh, we'll keep up the good work and all the fundraising. There you go. Can I, can I just add? Go on then. From what I said earlier. Uh, of course, um, as with every rescue, everyone is important, and it was entirely my pleasure, as, as with all rescues, 
I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed doing it. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Well, other than that, it's time um, for a quick word from Cecil, and then to haul away Joe, um, which is another song to do with the convoy uh, by the fisherman's friend. So, good night, everybody. Well, they don't suck. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you bugger off too? Well, thank you very much, presenters. Wow, that was a a busy and full broadcast there. Well, as usual, we are joined in the studio by a bunch of presenters. Um, But before we do that, it is traditional, we head over to a tune. And as is the case every single week, before we speak to our special guests, um, we are going to start guessing what the theme is for this week. So, what's our first track? Um, let's have a look. Uh, no, no, it's not that one. It's not. We played that one already. It's not that one. Aha, here we go. So, our first tune this evening. Oh, hang on a second. Do 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 do. I've got an important message. I, I'm I'm buzzing. Buzz 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 buzz. Now, well, let's just double double check. Am I am I good there? Have I got bees? Can anybody hear me? <laughs> We, we can hear you and your little apiary. My, my apiary? Have I got many, many buzzy things? Only when you speak. There's there's obviously a message in it for the... Yeah, hang, hang, hang on one second. Well, we've got no buzzy bees in the studio. Can somebody... Now, let's just double-double check. We've got one of them, one of them. Yeah, I now, think he's just now, unplugged the, himself, the, no? The buzzy, bees, the buzzy bees are off, the buzzy bees are on. I'll be back. Yeah, you're, still, you're still buzzy, buzzy, buzzy. Uh, well, that's not very good. No. How about now? Much better. Oh, Who did okay. you switch off? Oh, no, I just had to uh, poke the tech monkey because he was vibrating. <laughs> he's over He's over there. and I, yeah, he, um, I don't know what happened there. I, I had a magic button that said, make the bees go away. Also known as restart the audio engine. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> right. Uh, yeah, I'll put the webcam back on as well. Hello, everybody. Uh, no, we're going to do talking in a minute. So, yes, no, we're going to go for our first tune, which is... Um,